Hello, everyone, and welcome to Blueberry PR and Communications, hosted by Laura Avell. Thank you. Welcome to the Blueberry Diaries. It's Laura Avell here. Thanks for joining. Uh, I wanted to discuss at the moment. Uh, around digitalizing your business and why pretty much it's essential during this coronavirus and this wild pandemic that's sweeping the world. So I guess, first of all, this pandemic came pretty quickly. The first I heard of it was on the 18th of January when it was trending on Twitter as Wuhan pneumonia. Uh, and I thought, oh, this is, looks a bit crazy. Like there was some pretty hardcore stuff that was happening in China. Um, Obviously, since then, we've seen the effects that it's had over the last six months. And it's demonstrated, I guess, really how quickly our lives and businesses can be impacted uh, through all of these worldwide shutdowns. And I guess as well, the other thing is that it's shown a really clear sink or swim approach to the way that people and businesses can respond or react to a global pandemic and the effects of the shutdowns and government policies and everything else that has come with that, which is really, really sad. And there's been some really terrible things that have happened. Um, you know, I've I've heard of some awful things happening and to people and to businesses. There's also been some positives from it as well. So, you know, I I don't want to go into a whole philosophical thing of, you know, it's been good or it's been bad. It's been really bad and there's been some good as well. But I think if we have a look at, you know, the way that people have been able to swim out of of this in terms of themselves or their businesses, it's really demonstrated the importance of innovation and a lot of it digitalisation in order to reach existing or new customers or to just remain afloat or to thrive through this. I can't think of really a business or industry that hasn't had to reshape in some way that they've had to do business over the past couple of months. So if we have um, have a look at the travel industry, so there were some recent statistics this week that came out that Zoom, the online meeting space, has now got it's now worth seven on oh no, ten times more, I think, than the seven major airlines worldwide combined. Because obviously nobody can travel anymore. So who would have ever predicted that? So there's been some really, really crazy fallouts from this and some really enormous um you know, increases in for some businesses as well. So the ramifications have been very, very broad sweeping. For marketing, commerce and advertising, it's been significantly different across all industries and there's some really great case studies and examples that have been shown, especially of existing campaigns that were happening across the world when the pandemic hit. So there was a story I read this week about uh, a company in England that was originally doing an advertising campaign that showed grand, this lovely grandfather hiding all the Easter eggs for the children for Easter and then COVID hit the UK and obviously there was no grandfathers allowed out of their houses anymore, <laughs> let alone being able to see their kids, which is really, really bad. I'm sorry, their grandkids. Um, so that ad was pulled out of sensitivities and they've had to rework the way they're doing things like that. On one of our upcoming episodes, I'll be speaking with Sarah McGregor, who was recently 
uh, crowned the creative of the year for BNT. She's an absolute gun at copywriting in the advertising world. Uh, we'll be talking about some of the ways that they've shifted their thinking and the way that people have had to just redo advertising while everybody's stuck at home. So I guess for all of us, we've had to really, really, really quickly think and rethink the way that we work in order to create a sustainable model for marketing and communications and PR for the future. So data is showing that larger businesses are increasing in sales. So you can have a look at supermarkets, obviously, and some of these larger brands, people are sitting at home needing their food, uh, whether they're needing it delivered and whether those have still happened. And I know that that's changing a bit now. Small business uh, has been decreasing a little bit across the retail sector, obviously, with some shops closing down and things. But then there's a lot of services and goods that have really, and here's the amazing word for 2020, pivoted the way that they've done things uh, and are increasing. So they're just having to adapt. So now I think more than ever, it's essential to have an online presence and for us to be supporting local and small businesses. So there's millions of people that have spent much of the past 10 weeks at home or billions across the world, and there's been an absolute surge in online activity for products and services in a range of different industries. Some of those we won't have data of yet, um, you know, finite data, but it's just massive. So the positives that can come of this from my brain and from what I've seen from people that I'm working with is that barriers have been broken down. So whilst you might have only had local clients and custom previously, people are now moving online and realising, well, actually, we can do Zoom meetings and we can meet in this way and, you know, unfortunately or unfortunately it's becoming a bit more of a norm. But the great thing about that for you if you've got a business is it means that, especially if it's service-oriented, people won't mind if you're in Sydney and you've got somebody in Melbourne that you're meeting with online to have that service or connection with so that I think is a really positive thing uh, obviously you know it, it just goes to show as well we won't be necessarily having to fly across to different countries to meet with clients or or other people and we can still conduct those meetings effectively online as well might not be the best thing but you know it's working so I think that's pretty cool Some of the people that I've helped um, pivot their business models from the beginning of this year, so there's been legal firms, for example, so we've been creating online meeting spaces where they might normally do mediation with couples in their, in their offices. We now have created online meeting spaces where they're doing things. I've seen uh, videos being done to get information out in a really timely manner, information. People are needing information at the moment, and that's been a really great medium video through different social media platforms. There's a whole heap of different platforms and apps that exist already that can be utilised. There's certainly not a one-size-fits-all approach, but if you can create a strategy and a plan and work out who your audience is, what their needs are and what they're already using, then I think you can get to a really great endpoint to help your customers or your clients uh, and, and make this smooth transition into what they're already doing. In Australia in the last two weeks, we've seen a massive um, decrease and they've just abolished a whole heap of traditional newspapers and media outlets. AAP's gone, there's 
some significant changes happening. They've just announced this week that there'll be a lot of regional and rural papers that will be gone. And there's some really interesting things happening in the online media space uh, there. So people are using this to their advantage and innovating. And you can see that that um, the general public are as well. So I think if you if you think of them and who your clients are, then it's going to be really very much more helpful for you. So my tips, my little mini tips for this mini bite-sized podcast today are to be clear who your audience is. So that will inform what social media platforms or other apps that you're using. Um, so, for example, there's no point using Snapchat if your target market's over the age of 50 and don't have a clue what Snapchat is. You're not going to use Snapchat. No point using TikTok. <laughs> Most people have never heard of TikTok if they're over the age of 30 and they're not in marketing or advertising. Um, so really think about what are they already using or what will they be using. It might be that they're just Googling. It might be that they uh, enjoy being on a website, but I don't think everybody needs a website. So consider that. Consider whether you need a, w- a website or can you use an existing platform or app for your services or products to save you money? Some people will say that, oh, everybody needs a website. They don't, in my opinion. Not everybody needs a website at all. There's to- completely other ways that you can do things. Think of who you can collaborate with. So I think that's really important to think of the right people as well. So think local or think more broadly or within your industry or somebody that you can complement each other, but collaborations that are going to gain traction and expand your online presence and your business or service presence. Having that solid brand and that plan and strategy of what you're going to do. So online activities are really just one tactic and they're a small tactic. They're obviously an increasingly important one, but you've got to have those strong foundations set first so that then these tactics can be used effectively. One of my uh, essential tips is to analyse, analyse, analyse. So make sure that you're evaluating everything and you're analysing your online activity and other traditional activities as well regularly to see what is and isn't working. Consider a range of online apps and software, as I've discussed before, that you might use. Look, you might use them to host meetings. You could do some really great collaborative meetings on there. You could do meetings with your clients on there. You might want to host online webinars or courses or events. Think of doing podcasts like I'm doing here, uh, videos, and there's a whole range of ways that you can do videos and get them sent out as well. So I guess the end of this My last tip would be to just ensure that there's a mix of activities that you put into that plan and strategy. Ensure there's a mix of activities for your business and do not put all your eggs into the one basket. I hope that this has been a bit of help for you, but I really, really believe that there's some great things that will have come out of this terrible situation. Um, But there will be some good things and I hope that some of these little tips will help support you and keep you floating and then swimming 